Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for December 2nd, 2022. Today is special because yesterday actually was special. Yesterday was the day that hits December of, of 2022, which marked 25 years of today's word. But it didn't dawn on me until after today's word. I was talking to people yesterday, and I was like, oh, wow, this is December 1st. This marks 25 years of today's word. It was December of 1997 where the Lord told me to put his word in people's email inboxes. Um, he said, I want you to help people start their day with the word and call it today's word. So it was like today's word. All right, cool. And I started back in 1997. Not a lot of people had email. So I started with just eight of my friends that had email. I started today's word with Rick Pena in 1997, December. And now this month we're celebrating 25 years of today's word, 25 years of changing lives with the word of God, 25 years of doing what God has called me to do. It's been a tremendous blessing to so many, but it's also been a tremendous blessing to me to do what God has called me to do. So I see people saying happy anniversary, praise God. Uh, you can put in the chat, whatever, you know, just say uh, in the chat what you're, what you're thankful for as it relates to today's word. This is God's ministry. This is something that God has done. He chose me to do it, but this is it's all about him. And so as I thought about the message this morning, the Lord led me to Abraham. We're going to look at Abraham this morning because there's something that happened at Abraham that kind of lines up. He had to wait 25 years for this baby. And so I'm kind of, you know, I'm like 25 years into this thing and I still have a long way to go. Abraham, after 25 years, was just really getting started. Uh, when, when Isaac was finally born, he still had a lot in front of him. And now, 25 years later, I feel like I'm just getting started. And so I'm going to make a connection between me and Abraham and you and Abraham, and we're going to believe God today. The title of today's message is Pursuing Grace-Based Success, Part 48, Remain Consistent Because Your Day Will Come. I want you to know, look at me for a second. I want you, look at me, to remain consistent. I want you to be consistent day in and day out. Never give up, never cave in, never quit. I know things get get difficult. Things got difficult for Abraham. Things Listen, for 25 years, come on now. I, I've sent out today's word in Iraq, in Bosnia, in Kuwait, <laughs> in, uh, you know, on, uh, uh, in airports. I've sent out today's word all over. The, I mean, like I've done this for 25 years. I've sent out today's word two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. I need to do this before I go to work because I made, I made a promise. I made a vow to the Lord. Listen, things are not always going to be easy, but you got to do what God tells you to do, and you got to be consistent for the long haul. Remain consistent because your day will come. Let's get ready for the word. All right, so let, uh, check this out. I'm looking at some of the comments that are already uh, in the chat, and it, it's already being a blessing to me. So I really look forward to reading those comments. So for today, do me a favor. As we go through today's word, if you have a testimony or something from today's word, or you just want to share how, uh, what today's word has meant to you, then please put that in the chat, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to read all of those comments. And that's just a personal request from me to you. All right, so let's get into the word for this morning. Uh, our foundational scriptures are... Uh, there's three of them. Let's go through those real quick, and then I'm going to talk about Abraham. 
Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10 from the easy to read version. The Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace. All you did was believe. God provided eternal life to everyone everywhere. All you did was receive it with your faith. You didn't do anything. It's a gift from God. So you're not saved by the things that you've done. You have nothing to boast about. Verse 10 says, God has made us what we are. And in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we could spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So there's some good works, like for me, today's word, that you're supposed to be doing. So say, I have work to do. You, I have work to do and you have work to do. We have work to do. Say amen to that. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31. The Bible says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him, Christ Jesus, to become wisdom itself. And the father made us right with him because of Jesus. So say, I'm the righteousness of God. And the father made us pure and holy and freed us from sin. All of that is because of Jesus. None of that is because of us. So the scripture says, if you're going to boast, you got to boast in the Lord. 25 years of today's word. If I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast in the Lord. This is all about him. It's not about me. Second Timothy 1 and 9, the Bible says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. And so as I was thinking about 25 years of today's word, um, I shared a message a long time ago from the life of Abraham called Your Day Will Come. And I was led to go back to that. And I want to share this message. Your day will come. Say, my day will come. Say that. Say that out loud. My day will come. Put that in the chat. My day will come. Your day will come. And I want you to, to see this from the life of Abraham. I'm a connected to my life and I'm a connected to your life as well. Genesis chapter 17, verse 21, the Bible says, this is God speaking to Abraham. But your son Isaac will be born about this time next year. And the promise I am making you and your family will be for him and his descendants forever. He says, after 24 years of waiting on God, God says to him, your son Isaac is going to be born around this time next year. But it took 24 years for him to hear that. For example, this way you got to be consistent. I see um, Jane, uh, uh, let me see, uh, James Parks uh, just made a comment in, in, in today's word. And uh, I'm James and I met, I was in Korea from 2002 to 2004. Uh, so it was in that window. And um, think, I would just think about that. So 2002 to 2004, we met. I was doing today's word from Korea. It wasn't, we didn't have the video version yet, uh, but I had a website. By the time, I, in 2002, I started the website. So we had the website, we were doing today's word. We were ministering to people all over the place. And God is still, you know, was like, hey, it's, then it's going to be this. Then it's going to be this. And still now, 25 years into it, God is like, then it's going to be this. Then it's going to be this. And and I know there's some things that I'm waiting on God for. You got to live with this expectation of manifestation. After all of these years, I'm still doing today's work. After all of these years, I still have an expectation of what is next. Abraham walked with God for 24 years until he finally had this conversation. He had been waiting on this promise from God, this promise child. And God says to him, after 24 years now, around this time next year, you're going to have that baby. Think about Abraham for a minute. 24 years earlier, God had said to Abraham, I need you to go. Uh, I need you to leave everything that you know. He was around people that were idol worshipers. He was 75 years old. His wife was 65 years old. They didn't have any children. And God says to him, if you could leave, I know that you, you're accustomed to, to worshiping idols or gods that you can see. But if you can leave and believe in a God that you cannot see, then this God that you cannot see will manifest uh, myself. I will manifest myself in, in your life in ways that you can't see. If you can believe it, 
Listen, if you can believe by faith, get out of here. Go. And where am I going to go, God? Don't worry about it. Just leave. And I'm going to show you where to go. 24 years later, after he was already blessed, but he was still waiting for that baby. 24 years later, the Lord says, now you're going to have that baby around this time next year. Man, I don't know about you, but I know what it's like to wait on God. And I'm still waiting on God to say something like that in some areas of my life. He said, around this time next year, you're going to have that baby. Your day will come. He was blessed in many ways. He was already rich and God had blessed him and all of that. But still, he didn't have what God said in this particular area. And you're going to, for you to walk by faith, you're going to have to keep your faith in, switch in the on position. Keep believing God. And I'm going to talk about all of that today. He says this. Let me give you some more context. The conversation. God says to Abraham, your wife, Sarah, will bear a son. So I love how God gave him specifics, right? He says, listen, after 24 years of walking with me, let me let me tell you a few things, son. He says, first of all, your wife, Sarah, is going to bear a son. You're going to name him Isaac. So God gave him the name. God told him when the baby was going to be born around this time next year. God said, it's going to be a son. It's not going to be a girl. It's going to be a boy. God gave him the name. His name is Isaac. He says, I'm going to establish my covenant with this boy, Isaac, and it will be an everlasting covenant. For him and his descendants after him. That's why when God told him to kill Isaac, he had Abraham was like, there's no way that the promise is going to die. If I kill this boy, he has to come back to, to, to life because God told me what, what I know what God spoke of Isaac and Isaac's descendants. So if I have to kill him, then God has to raise him back from the dead because God cannot lie. Come on now. This is how you got to believe God. He says, now, as for Ishmael. Hey, son, I know you had an Ishmael. I know that, you know, after 13 years of waiting on me, you and your wife got impatient and you had another boy and you still want me to bless that boy. So don't worry about it. I've heard you. Oh, my God. Look at how good God is. God says, I've heard you. I know that you don't want Israel, uh, Ishmael to be out there and not be blessed. So listen, I have heard you, son, and I will surely bless him. I will make him fruitful and I will greatly increase his numbers and he will be the father of 12 princes and I will make of him a great nation. I know that that's a baby that you had that you were not supposed to have, but that's okay. I'm so good. I'm going to bless him anyway. But your son, Isaac, let me get back to Isaac, son. Okay. Yes, Lord. Your son, Isaac will be born around this time next year. And I'm making you a promise. And this is a promise to you and to him and his descendants forever. After 24 years, God tells him, Hey, you're going to have a son. Hey, he's going to be here next year. Hey, I'm pronouncing a, a blessing over Ishmael. Hey, I'm pronouncing a blessing over Isaac. It's like all of that came. And when he got up that, that morning, when Abraham got up that morning, he had no idea that all of that was going to come. All of this blessing came by God speaking words. And God spoke those words all into Abraham in one day. And it's like one word from God, say this one word from God can change my life forever. So what does this mean for you Today, on this Friday morning, as we want to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong, on this Friday morning, as I'm celebrating 25 years of today's word, what does this mean for you today? I have a few things to share with you. This is where I need you to lock in and open up your heart to receive. Number one, you ready? God wants you to believe him for every promise spoken. Say every promise. Say this. Say this. Every promise God has spoken over me shall come come to pass. God wants you to believe him for every promise. Listen, think about Abraham for a minute. You may be blessed. I'm blessed. Like Isabella and I, we're tremendously blessed. Sometimes we just think about it, man, God has been good to us. When I think about where we were when we met, where we were when we first got married, where we were when we started walking with God and where we are today, we're tremendously blessed. But despite the fact that we are blessed, that doesn't mean that I'm going to let down my expectation or lower my expectation of my future in any way, in any degree. No, God does not want you to relax 
your faith for what you're believing him for. Every promise that God has spoken over your life, you got to believe that it's going to come to pass. Abraham was blessed. He was rich in cattle and silver and gold. Abraham was tremendously blessed. Uh, God favored him everywhere that he went, but he didn't have that promise child yet. And he kept believing God. God wants you to believe him for every promise he has spoken over your life. Said another way, it's okay to enjoy the blessing, blessings connected to your current situation. Say, I'm blessed. So yes, it's okay to acknowledge how blessed you are, but you must never, listen, never allow the blessings of today to cause you to lower your expectations of your tomorrow. Come on now. Abraham was still believing God. God is a God of progression and not regression. God wants you to learn how to be content today while you're still believing him for the manifestation of every promise that he has spoken over your life. Say this, say, I am content, but I'm still believing. I am content, put that in the chat, but I'm still believing. While I'm content and I thank God for where I, for where I am, I will never be satisfied until I see what God said. The Lord made a promise to Abraham and while he was already blessed, he was not going to let down his guard. He was not going to relax his, his faith. I don't know about you, but I want every promise that God has spoken over me to come to pass before I die. Say, say it shall happen before I die. Before I die, while I'm in the land of the living, I want to see everything that God has for me. Say amen to that. Number two, God is not offended by your faith. He's actually pleased with it. I think some people think that if they keep believing God, although they're blessed, I think some people think, well, I'm already blessed. God has already been so good to me. I shouldn't ask God for more. I shouldn't believe God for more. Now, first of all, you got to believe what God said. If if you're on this level, you got to know that God has already spoken to you about things that are on another level. And if you don't believe what he said, then you won't have the expectation. But if you believe what he said, then you will have the expectation. And that's not an offense to God in any way. Well, actually, God is pleased when you believe what he said. And so there are many things that God has spoken over my life that haven't come to pass yet. And so I believe what God said. I'm believing. I will never be satisfied until I believe, until I see in my hands what God has revealed in my heart. If I've seen it in my heart, but I haven't seen it in my hands yet, then I will never be satisfied. If I've seen it, if I can see it in my prayer closet, but I can't see it in my current reality, then I cannot be satisfied yet. Now, can I learn how to be content? Of course, I'm content. I give God praise, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to let down or lower my faith or my expectation in any degree. God wants you to be consistent. It is this type of consistent and relentless faith that is required for you and I to become the men and women that God has called us to be. Say amen to that. Number three, the vision may tarry, but it will surely come to pass. Habakkuk 2 and 3, the Bible says, for the vision, the promise of God is yet for an appointed time. The promise of God, that every promise that God has spoken over your life shall come to pass at an appointed time. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says everything is going to happen in your life at just the right time. But in the end, the Bible says, the vision is for an appointed time, but in the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. Abraham waited 24 years to hear those words around this time. Next year, you're going to have that baby. Listen, although it tarries, it shall surely come. Wait for it. God says your son Isaac will be born around this time next year. Abraham waited 24 years to hear those words 
So I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning. I've been, I've been doing today's word for 25 years, and still there's so many things that God wants to do in my life. And, and in so many ways, I feel like I'm just getting started. I've been doing today's word for 25 years. I've been preaching for 28 years. And in many ways, I feel like I'm just getting started. So listen, thank God for where you are, but never relax the grip on your faith. Wait for it. It shall surely come to pass. Number four, you must receive what God says by faith. In Genesis chapter 12, God told Abraham to leave his family, to leave everything that he knew, to embark on a journey. And he didn't even tell him where he was going. He says, just go. And as you go, I'm going to tell you where to go. He had the faith to believe it. He says, and if you can believe it, listen, he says, if you can believe it, then watch this. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless those that bless you. I'm going to curse those that curse you. And through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Whose idea was that? That was God's idea. That was all God. It was it had nothing to do with Abraham and Sarah. It had everything to do with God and his grace. And God says, I, I came up with this idea. I want to bless you. I want to make your name great. I'm going to bless those that bless you. I'm going to curse those that curse you. And through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. All of that came from God. And God says, I want to do that in your life. But you, Abraham, have to believe it. He had to believe in a God that he could not see and believe that this God that he could not see would manifest himself in a way that he could see. All of this. And then 24 years later, God says, okay, so now, son, let me speak some words over your life. What are the words? He says, now, around this time next year, you're going to have a, a child. The child is going to be a boy. His name is going to be Isaac. I heard what you said about Ishmael. I'm going to bless Ishmael as well. I'm going to cause him to be a great nation. He's also going to have 12 princes. All of this came by God speaking words. Why am I, why am I bringing this up? Because I want you to know that to live by faith and to walk with God, you're going to have to believe what God said. And it's just words. God speaks something over your life or he gives you a dream while you're sleeping or a vision while you're awake. God speaks. You're going to have to believe that what God just said, what God just revealed is going to come to pass. To live by faith, you got to believe it and receive it before it happens. If you could see it with your physical eyes, then you wouldn't need faith. Faith believes the unseen. Say this. Say, I believe the unseen. Say, say this. Say, the unseen is more real to me than the seen. So faith believes in the unseen, and it has to be more real to you than the seen. Faith believes what God says, and is not moved by what you see with these natural eyes. You have to believe what God said, and then you have to stand on what God said. And even though God is just, just giving you words and promises, you have to believe it like it's already done, which leads me to my last point for today. Well, no, I have two more. But number five, faith believes that it's already done. Say it's already done. When you truly receive a word from God, you got to walk away from that moment like you already have it. You got to believe, like you got to start walking like it's already done. God may not speak to you the same way he spoke to Abraham, but however God speaks to you, like I said, he could give you a dream while you're sleeping, an open vision while you're awake. He could speak to you through the Holy Spirit while you're reading the Bible. He could speak to you while you're driving. And if you're hard-headed and not listening, he could speak to you through somebody else. He will wake somebody up to call you or somebody will call you and say, hey, sis, the, the Holy Ghost told me to call you and say, boom, boom, boom. And so whatever it is, God can speak to you. And when God speaks to you, no matter how it comes, you got to believe it. You got to believe it and receive it like it's already done. And no matter how long it takes, you got to believe that it's only a matter of time before it comes comes to pass. And then number six, and finally, for today, you know, I've been teaching on success. You want to be a success? The life of faith requires consistency. The life of faith requires consistency. Abraham started his journey 
in Genesis chapter 12. Abraham had this conversation with God, the conversation we've been looking at today in Genesis chapter 17. Well, in those five chapters, 24 years of his life had already expired. He had to traverse 24 years of his life in those five chapters. God gave him a promise 24 years ago. Five chapters later, 24 years later, God says, now this promise is coming to pass around this time next year, you're going to have that baby. 25 years after the promise, they finally had the promised child. I'm sharing that today because 25 years after God told me at Fort Hood, Texas, I was a Warren Officer 1, United States Army, 57 Signal Battalion. God says, put my word in people's email inbox so they could start their day with a word from me. 25 years later, I'm still doing what God told me to do. Now, it looks different today. There's a website, there's a podcast, there's a YouTube channel, there's a video, all of that, but it's still today's word. 25 years later, listen, during those 25 years, there's been, I can't, uh, lots of moments where I didn't feel like getting up. There's been lots of moments where I was like, you know, I don't know, all kind of things. Like, you know, my vow to the Lord was I'm going to do your work before I go do my work and I take care of your work and you take care of mine. And I can tell you that during that time, there's been plenty of times where that might that might have meant that I had to get up at, at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning to do today's word because I had a 6 a.m. flight or whatever. Um, but I did it because walking with God requires a level of consistency that is uncommon in this world. Like at the end of the day, if you want to be blessed, you're going to have to be consistent. Anybody can can honor the Lord you know, for a few days, anybody can get excited with the word, high five your neighbor, <laughs> do three backflips, <laughs> run around the church, <laughs> look at somebody say it's already done. Anybody can get excited in church. Anybody can get excited for a few days. Anybody can be excited for a month. But if you want to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be, Abraham waited 24 years before God said, around this time next year, you're going to have that baby. I'm saying like, you're going to have to walk with God for the long haul. If you want to be the the man or the woman that God has called you to be, you're going to have to be consistent day in and day out. I'm I'm not a lot of things like, you know, I'm not I'm not the tallest, the strongest, the smartest. There's a lot of things that I'm not. But one thing I am is consistent, at least with me. You know what you're going to get. I remember um, my my daughter, I have one daughter and three sons and my daughter would tell my oldest son, hey, I don't know why you're tripping. You know, with dad, with dad, at least you know what you're going to get. Right. It's like, like when you, like, I don't even know why you, you worried about it. Like, talk to dad because you know what you're going to get with dad. Like, at least with me, they know. Like, they, they know what they're going to get. Why? Because I'm consistent day in and day out. God is looking for you to be consistently consistent. The word patience in, in, the, in the New Covenant, the Greek word patience, hupomone, is, is a word that basically means the force of consistency. For you to be patient. God is looking for the force of consistency to be manifested in your life. You must operate in faith and patience. Be consistently consistent day in and day out. There's going to be days that are good days. There's going to be days that are not so good days. There's going to be weeks that are better better than others. There's going to be seasons that are better than others. There's going to be times where you feel like you're on cloud nine, and there's going to be times where you're like, man, I got to press my way through. But no matter what, you got to remain consistent. 
If you want to be the man or the woman that God has called you to be, you got to be dedicated to God all the days of your life. There's going to be times where you got to deal with disappointment. Something that just happened to Isabella and I a few days ago that we could like, I expect to win every time. I expect everything to work out for our good. I expect everything to work out well. And so when something doesn't happen and we don't get what we thought we were going to get, and, and, and it's like, man, it hurts. But you know what you got to do with that disappointment? You got to bring it in and say, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this disappointment because I'm going to juxtapose it uh, against the when 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 I do get what I know God said, then I'm going to be able to like mm, juxtapose the joy against this pain right now. And I bring it in and, and that pain and that disappointment is part of the human experience. And just as long as you know that embracing all of this is part of the human experience. Listen, when we get to heaven, we're going to have no pain. When we get to heaven, we're going to have no disappointment. When we get to heaven, we're going to have no crying, no tears. So might as well experience it now. Bring it all in. It's part of the human experience. And as long as you know that it's all part of the human experience, then you can embrace the grace to keep going. You can embrace the grace to be consistently consistent day in and day out all the days of your life. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to seal the deal today, this Friday morning, as we head into the weekend. Speak this over your life. Say, Father... I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. Like Abraham, there are things that I've been waiting for for a long time. And no matter how long it takes, I declare that I shall never give up. I refuse to cast away my confidence. I refuse to relax the grip that I have on my faith. I know my day shall come. I know I will receive my breakthrough. I know it's only a matter of time. I will never be satisfied until I see in my hands what I have seen in my heart. I live in expectation of your manifestation, and I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting my notes, you get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I see that people are putting a lot of stuff in the chat and I'm going to go back and I'm going to read those today. And I'm gonna, when we fly home, I'm going to be able to read those and just kind of meditate on those and, and just kind of, you know, so do me a favor. If this message has been a blessing, well, if today's word has been a blessing, Leave me some comments in the chat. And I want you to know that God loves you. Like my journey, this is today's word is part of my journey. For you, it's going to be something else. Whatever is part of your journey, embrace it. There's going to be days where, you know, are harder than others. Embrace it. Greater is coming for you. I love you. God loves you more. I love you more than you know. I thank God for you. I appreciate you. I speak blessings over you. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want 
access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, I published a book and several journals, and we also have Grace Life gear. You can find all of that information at rickpina.co. Go to rickpina.co, and that's your one-stop shop to be able to access all of the products and apparel that we have available for you. Thank you for being a blessing to us, and we pray that we continue to be a blessing to you. 